Ghost Man Show on AlbionRadio.com Have you heard of the Skinwalker Ranch in southwest eastern Utah? This was owned by Terry Sherman and his wife Gwen, who shared their experiences with a local reporter in June of 1996. It has been seen in mysterious crop circles, UFOs and symptomatic repeated mutation of the kettle in an allegedly surgical and bloodless manner. In three months of the story's publication, Los Vegas real estate magnate, and you have referred to this, enthusiastic Robert Biglow bought the property. Under the name of National Institute of Discovery Science, Biglow set up a round-the-clock surveillance, a ranch, hoping to get the bottom of the paranormal claims. While the surveillance yielded a book, Hunt for the Skinwalker Science Conference, and explained at remote ranch in Utah, in which several of the researchers claimed to have seen paranormal activities, were unable to capture any meaningful physical evidence. The ranch was resold to Adidam Real Estate, which applied to trademark name Skinwalker Ranch. According to the hunt for the skinwalker, odd objects have been spotted overhead since the first European explorers arrived in 1776. Friends say the ministry, Sylvestre van Lysia da wrote about strange fireballs appearing over his campsite in Ilvay, and for the Europeans of the day, indigenous people occupied the Utea Basin. Today's Skinwalker Ranch abuts the Quentin and Coral Indian Reservation. They claim to see large animals, not, not most notably a wolf, three times the size of a normal wolf. The Terry shot at close range multiple times with a rifle, but no effect. Then on the night of March 12, 1997, our ranch had been sold off by a chemist, Colum Kelleher. Working with Big, with Biglow's National Institute of Discovering Science, claimed to see a large, large humanoid creature spying on a research team from a tree. He denoted, detailed it in the hunt of Skinwalker, a large creature slain motors, almost casually in a tree. The only indication of the beast's presence was penetrating yellow light, the unblinking eyes. They stared fixedly back at the light. Kelahela fired at the creature with a rifle, and it, and it disappeared. It was then that I saw it, a single oblivious oval track, about six inches of diameter, embedded deeply in the snow, patch of snow. It looked unusual, a large print, two sharp claws protruding with a rear of a mark, showing a couple of inches, going a couple of inches deeper. It looked like a bird of prey, made of a raptor paint, but a huge, and from the depth of the print, a very heavy creature. Repeated sightings of human-like creatures led some of the folk to name Skinwalker, a skin, a shape-sifting character from the Navajo federal folklore. Among the Navajo, Skinwalkers are like werewolves, evil witches, can transform themselves into creatures if they're choosing. But the ranch itself is 400 miles from north of Navajo Nation. It's said to be Utah territory. 
when the yew trees of Malavahom did not cross paths. It was, uh, was an um, cumorous relationship. They were not friendly. They were, they were prone to fighting. While skinwalkers don't feature in the hotel religion, there's still aspects of the ranch that make sense within the concepts of Utah law. Strange sightings have occurred directly next door at Bottle Hollow. A 420-man acre made reservoir for Utah land abutting the ranch, filled with fresh water in 1970 by the federal government mandate. In 1998, a police officer saw a large light plunge into the reservoir and then re-emerged flying off the light light sky. One night in 2002, four young non-Indian white men standing on the reservoir's shoreline saw a blue-white enter ball into the official lake. The glowing ball dove into the lake just a few feet from the ground shore, for it emerged seconds later a few new form of shivering, removable, bell-shaped shafts of light, forming a screaming, Ariel dance, a belt of light, light zipped away at high speed of right speed, great speed, hugging the ground before disappearing below the top of Skinwalker Ridge. Appearance of a supernatural Rambo Bottle Hollow. There are spirits of evil sprites that rise up out of the water and drag you in. The World of Horror, Mad Comics now. The Warren Publication Trilogy of Creepy, Eerie and Vambella are best known for the most successful magazine-sized horror comics. They all experienced a burst of competition during the early mid-70s comic boom. The notorious of these competitors was Eerie Publications, an outfit devised by the famous fly-by-night magazine publisher Maron Faz. They published a string of titles, Weird, Horror Tales and Tales of the Tomb, among them. It was a wash of gore and bad attitudes. It launched a symphonious meeting assault on many a budding horror fan. Given the erratic nature of these magazines, consistent publishing schedules, numbering, numbering symptoms, sparse and often misleading credits, many comic comic horror comic buffs spent decades wondering where these oddities came from. And who six mind put them together? Well, there's now a book that can, you can look into called The Weird World of Eerie Publications by Mike Howitt. Howitt has a multitude of aims with a book that he but seeded in the greats and encouraging him to read all the surprises and colour, both literal and figural. After a pair, pair of induction, one by Hadell, Harrell, and the famous comics. Film scribe Simon Bissett would do a good job of setting up a seedball with a tire if we read cheap horror comics and the book delves into the history of Marlon Fess. He started as a comic book artist during the field's original boom period, developing a field for horror before the gene became the too controversial circa seduction of the instant, a subsequent Senate investigation. From there, Fennett moved in publication did nothing, any, anything from, from humour to men's magazines. For the attention-getting success of Warren, publications led him to return to the horror gene. He developed a gleeful, quick and cheap approach to the format and started reprints of the 50s pre-horror mutilated prints, reprints of artists, adding touch-ups of extra gore, cheesecake content, and finally, 
King redrawn, rewritten, takes on those classic stories. The final cheaply published, but nicely drawn result became a new staple for many a trash-loving horror fan. He gives a lowdown on how the maze magazines were published. The actual really involved they had these kooky flex credits of all magazines that quote photos quote published outside the comics. If that's not enough for you, the weird world of eerie fabrications has some eye-popping things in the tank. Other features include a gallery of eye-popping artwork used for eerie horror magazines, newly drawn version of the classic story by comics legend Dick Adavis, and a series of produce and covers on the right book. So, if you want, you can get more info on the book, a free 36 page sample. All you need to do is go to chocolatemania.com World 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 of Eerie And the world of cryptozoology now the bugger bugger game B U G G A N E It's a cryptid where if you're heading to Isle of Man learn the famous toddlers cats you familiar with the place Isle of Man is part of the British Isles found in the Irish Sea of the north coast of England Lies equal distance to England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Iron Man is not part of the United Kingdom, but is a crown possession since 1828. Allegedly, wild men and is long unlike the other stories told across the world of man, like creatures living in the woods and crazy interacting with humanity. Those of us who have interest in cryptology know many of these creatures from Gessard Wack up to the jetty. All countries have a culture of wild men. Bacadine in the Manx legend is a robust Sabadian sort of training creature. Again, an animal that lives on the other fringes, taking residence between, beneath our feet. Or silver cryptid. The bird again is said to have many features that remind you underground mammal than a mole. Hairy version of scaling troll. Glowing eyes and large tusks. Thought to be magical creatures, sometimes iron muscle, but fairy folk. We use to punish people who wronged them in some way. A story Centralians offers church offers a glimpse of the creature's habits and behaviour. When Centralian church was being built, Bagadar decided it was to be constructed near its home, and the church bells would not disturb its sleep. So three nights in a row smashed them through the roof of the church every time the roof was built. To defeat the roof was never built and put up back on. Church remains roofless until today. Bagadon, like um, one of Centralia, like the one that Centralians are used to cover up, covered with a mane of coarse black hair, we have eyes which burn like torches and sharp tusks. A hundred years ago, the Bellaclane was said to take on any form it chose. They said to appear in small cat, cats, horses, fierce bulls, and one story near Fiskard, one near Fort St. Mary, it was a shapeless, like a Tough, tough sack. Bentley was very interesting story. It's familiar to the stories of trolls found across Europe. Like the story of trolls, are big, stupid, and joy eating humans. Usually, trolls so it's difficult to locate. It's because most of the Norse legends are handed down through oral tradition. One commonly held belief about trolls is they change to stone when it's exposed to sunlight. Norway being a rocky place. 
I believe stone crags and outlets. It doesn't come much to the imagination to think why. There's been a stand to known a place as Tolod T R O L D dash Tin Tidarmar T I N D D E R N E An area full of oddly shaped rocks and home to the legend. A two troll armies battled. Inscription and trolls, ancient legends, legends of similar to cryptids spoken about the Isle of Man. They said to be bigger than humans and more stockier bodies. I said bodies. It's strong and brutish, and prominent noses and heavy brows, and enjoy eating human flesh, thought to be slow and dim-witted. Paranormal. Edinburgh University investigates hauntings and psychokinesis. S P A S Y C H O K I N E S I S. It sounds a bit bizarre. And <laughs> something out of the X Files by the Kernostella Parapsychology Unit is a real thing. K O S E K O E S T L E R. The University University Department study think outwardly called hauntings, and it's a bit like a full modern day version of Ghostbusters. Established by the late John Belloff, lecturer, Department of Psychology. He researched and taught parapsychology at Edinburgh until his retirement in 1985. His work reached a noted writer, Arthur Cusastoller, his wife, Cynthia, who requested the state to establish a chair of psychology at British University. The couple's attention was to further scientific research into the capacity and opportunity of some individuals to interact environment by means of other and recognised sensory and uh, channels. Psychokinesis is another word, the most some mysterious power is seen in that, that power. Since his request is proven an injection of funds department, the study of extraordinary perception psychokinesis in the unit used a procedure called the gazer field. Gazer field is a mild sensory insulation procedure, as some such are believed to conductive virtual sensory perception. In a standard gaze ESP study, one the participant, the sender, attempts to mentally communicate a randomly chosen image or film clip to the target to another participant, the receiver. The sender and receiver place in separate rooms, the receiver of kinds, a comfortable chair where such translucent eye shields. It bathes in red light and listens to white no- noise. Target is then randomly chosen for a large selection of images and films and shown to the sender. While the sender looks at the target, the receiver describes any thoughts or images that come to mind. You need to investigate premonitions or cognitive dreaming as well as hauntings. Next time you think about academic study, it's been boring. There is such a thing as real Ghostbusters. The Haunting of an Egyptian Mummy and the Craig Leaf House. In the Embry's Craig Leaf area, there's a property and the Ringmouth Gardens 
Not far from Queen's Ferry Road, it's once haunted by an ancient Egyptian mummy. In 1930, Sir Alex Hay Fenton, wife of Celia, enjoyed all sorts of weird and perhaps paranormal goings on in the house, from tiny tables and figures in funny dress to fainting maids. It started when the couple went on holiday to Egypt in 1936. During a day, temple trip to a temple, Alexa, arranged by a local guide, Cinder picked up a small bone from the body and went back to Embra. In St. Alex's book, The Transgressions of the Baronet, he explains that their guide told him Skeleton was that of a high-class prick girl, with no question of her being a princess. It was not until the after visit he realised his wife had us taken a souvenir from the tomb. On the way back to Mensa House, it was suggested we should call to the pyramid sumid in the shop. The most surprised Zena rejected the idea. That night after bath, Zena later told me that she had got a wonderful souvenir, shape of a bone that she'd taken off the skeleton we have seen that morning. He described the bone as looking like a digestive biscuit, only more of a heart shape. A couple didn't think too much of it. So he moved back to Edinburgh, where the bone was placed in a glass case, put in the dining room table, and some strange things had began to happen. First, a huge chunk of roof perfect fell, landing a couple feet away from the couple with hands. And a couple of days later, the table the bone was sitting on bizarrely fit on its side in the middle of the night, causing quite commotion. My back of his experience of strange noises, the sight of a funny-dressed person going up the stairs and terrifying incident which the drawing room was thrashed. The damage becoming more and more severe, and more and more frequent as the days went on, so Angusta was going to the presence of the bone was the reason. He decided to destroy the relic. He, his book details it came to head on Boxing Day, the bone appeared to send an entire table flying across the room and crashing under, under the wall. It then burned, and to their delight, calm was restored, also they fought. Soon afterwards, their daughter Lydia became ill. Zelia had trouble with both ears and poor health. So Alistair had problems with his kidneys and said altogether life was very difficult. I gave no answer as to what the cause of these mysterious experiments. But to my mind, there was stranger power released. What we humans are adapt to laugh at, but which, oh, very real. Look back at that, my experience. I think... Is one of the most horrible experiences I have been through. Happening has been told both in daytime and the night. Haunted House in Count G. Durham invites you to have a night with the ghosts. If you're looking for some twelfth uh, century experience, you could go to a place called the Gathering. Set to take place at the Beamish Hotel, Hotel. Spectre of the Grey Lady. If you're lucky. Hotel says it's linked to the region's most enduring ghost stories. There have been reports of dark shadows moving around through, and, through walls, dogs barking, running footsteps and doors slamming shut in empty rooms over the years. I may have done this before, but if I have, I do apologise. So here we go again. Because I live in Devon, I don't see why you shouldn't do it.
Seated Devon Bellum Bob for Free Castle near Totnes. Most commonly include a blue lady associated with death of a child, a betrayed soul, with six reports of a white lady haunting St. Margaret's Tower, and sounds of screaming or thumps of two knights leap to the deaths over ramparts, rather than face capture from the enemy army. Ports of time slips, black hands, and a grey lady. A very spooky driveway. A planet's theatre, Plymouth. Opened in 1898. A fire three months after the cl- opening cl- closes very And from this time it served other many forms, various entertainments. Nightclub. Our one included. What in the caves taken a hold? This glorious building reported hindings, could disembodied screams, attributed to a female Mary, who is said to have passed in the fire, along with the upper occurrence at time. Mrs. Hull, a former owner, is said to still wander the theatre. A very stark shadow, silhouettes, and strange creatures have been reported here. Chambermore Manor, Ilfracombe. Discovery of secret chambers said to have been made by a tenant in 1738, who noticed the outline of the window. Nose corresponding room. Further explanation revealed a chamber between the two bedrooms, held a grandly handsome bed and a shadow skeleton of a woman. It said she the title she was a title lady, found in a storm and following her death, a many occupants stole a jury and walls bricked up to conceal a body from the outside world. A real cinema of Plymouth, designed in Art Deco style and opened in nineteen thirty eight. Paranormal activity boats by visitors and staff alike. Documents exist that show at least three burial grounds that exist in the area, and suddenly activity seems to increase whenever a reservation occurred. Activity includes doors banging, whispering, female singing, and shadowy figures, particularly strong entities felt like the spirit of an actress called Emily, who look at her own life backstage, a caretaker, a man looking for his wife, thought to have been killed during the bombing in World War II. The valiant sol- soldier, back fastly. Many reports scratching, banging, running footsteps, and smelling tobacco. It's including a blind flying off a window and a light bulb jumping out of its fixing. Oakhampton Castle, Oakhampton. Probably haunted by the ghost of Lady Howard, who lived there until her death in 1671. She had to be doomed to pick up every blade of glass, grass or glass or grass, I should say, from the castle mound as punishment for murdering all her husbands and rise a spectral ghost from Frisford House to Accountant, a phantom hound running between, behind. Lady <coughs> Howard was a daughter of late John Fizz who killed two people, including her best friend, for committing suicide. It's like Lady Howard's ghostly punishment result of bad reputation acquired <coughs> for her father's evil wrongdoing. wrongdoing. <coughs> Punishment said that she must complete each spade each of glass to remove. Slay Lebar Tunnel, Slay Power. If you're a day tripper, you may want to go to this part. However, there is no disturbing the atmosphere of the tunnel. It's said to include the ghost of a large beaded tunnel foreman who 
who likes to shave people, especially women. It also puts the two young Victorian girls who took hands and whispered to people within the tunnel. Old Ford House, Newton Abbott, rumoured to be the victim of the monistic curse following dissolution monasteries. The cursed all children born to families residing in the house to die. Childhood reports of paranormal activity include ghostly footsteps, shadows, apparitions, ghosts of children reported to have been witnessed by staff and visitors, including a girl in a red coat. The children even often sense the press perceivably of any investigations. Peyton Place, Picture House, Peyton. Activity reported for experience by the Includes female singing, oppressive atmosphere, possible spirits who visit include that a wealthy and winning lady called Mary, along with the spirit of a young girl and a soldier called Edward. Recording servants located a wealthy lady who wears a joys of mint coat. It may be over crocusty. And the last one so far on the list is the Devil Stones in Shabria. Tapped one by themselves, beds are made themselves. Pictures are found on the floors, and doors and windows fly open. Heavy footsteps are heard in landings, and rooms have no residence. And there is said to be a secret tunnel attached to the nearby church. Some recommended UFO books. Clark et Germain, 1990 1994. The UFO Volumes 1-3. Modern Post, U1970s UFO books. Excellent scholarship and broad coverage and difficult difficult to come by. Clark's incredible total force of short historical and analytical essays fills that void. The whole quality of serious ufology, the carnival euphoria, is covered in fine fashion. Greenwood, Barry and Facet Lawrence, nineteen ninety two. UFO cover up UFO cover up NY Barnes and Noble books reprinted from clear Intent by Barry Green and Lance Flassett, 1984. The best book of the once controversial, but but now widely recognised, the extent of secret government interest in UFOs. Working from a large quantity of FAOs, classified object documents, the author gives an interesting, just-the-fact style presentation of revealed information. Edwin Giles, 1997, at a threshold, U.O.Q. Woodflower Press. Excellent in elimination of academic response or non-response appropriate or inappropriate of the UFO anomaly. Hayes Richard, 1979, UFO from and behavioural scientist, Mecklen and N.J. Scarecrow. A dozen intelligent essays by scholars in a variety of fields. Most of these authors of psychologists or Sociologists. Topics of emphasis are focused upon UFO reporters. Hall Richard, 1997, the UFO evidence. Barnes and Noble books reprinted from UFO experience by Richard Hall. Edward, 1964, his confirmation of case histories grouped into categories of report type, radar, air pilots, air Electromagnetic effects was once the only outstanding research publication available. Initially used to interest members of Congress and staff to push in hearings, volumes still an extensive way to become aware of the amount of quality reports. 
Hall, Hoyer Henry Allen, 1979, The UFO Handbook, A Guide Investigating Evaluating and Reporting UFO Sightings. Henry Allen, 1979. This is one of the three or four choices of manuals of how to properly do UFO field research and casework, written very conservatively, and points out the many errors made by witnesses and investigators. Hendrick J. Allen, 1972, UFO Experience and Scientific Inquiry. Dr. Hendrick has a fine, was a fine educator and UI false science consultant on UFOs from 1949 to 1969. His book is a textbook of the field writ- written by Knowledge Authority. Jacobs David, 1975, UFO Conversacy Conf- 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 in America, Bloomington, Indiana Universe Press. This is history, a topic of the universe, scholarly work of the first Frank, who stood the time, test of time. There have been only two things, this and Dr. Henrik's above, the very proper choices, a well-grounded overlook. And you've been listening to The Ghostman Show on albionradio.com. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. It's been a wonderful day today. And I hope you've enjoyed the sun shining, well, somewhere in the university signs. Well, I hope so anyway. So goodbye, and thank you for listening to the latest edition of the, of those Ghostman Show. I nearly forgot the name of my own show. I would never do with it. I'll probably get the sack. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Good. Bye and goodbye, and most people say goodbye.